To Race Time Radio. Yes, indeed. Here we go. We got two hours of action packed lined up for you here tonight. I'm Joe Chisholm along with Joe Chisholm Jr. right here in the Race Time Radio studio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Of course, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. We're also live on our live stream and our brand new Race Time Radio TV on YouTube. So we're going to give that a test world tonight, and we are live on that. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. Uh, we're going to start everything out on the East Coast of Canada. Of course, the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour went green yesterday at Petty International Raceway. The 99 Craig Slonwhite, a familiar face to Victory Lane, got back into Victory Lane just yesterday, and Craig is going to join us on the show. Off into the province of Quebec next. It was ICAR and uh, the final race of 2022 in the NASCAR Penny Series when it comes time for the province of Quebec. And true to form, a Quebec native goes to victory lane. It was Kevin Lacroix in the 74 Napa Chevrolet, I do believe. Not a Chevrolet? She's a Dodge. Oh, it's a Dodge. I stand corrected. <laughs> uh, Kevin Lacroix going to join the show. I know that for sure. The APC series went back under the green flag just yesterday. And the number 31 of Rick Spencer Walt got the job done. Bad leg and all. He went to victory lane, and he's going to join us tonight on the show. We're going to catch up tonight with John Caselli the promoter, owner of Flamborough Speedway. Of course, we've got the big pot of gold race coming at us next weekend. Don't know what that is? Well, you're going to find out about it tonight. Let me tell you, it is a $50,000 to win race. You got that right. $50,000 to win. And it is going to happen at Flamborough Speedway next Sunday. But John Caselli, the owner-promoter of Flamborough Speedway, going to join Junior and I here tonight on the show. We'll get you all the details of what you're going to need to know about next weekend at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, we were hoping to catch Dario uh, Capriccio, a Dario driver in the 03 super late model, went to victory lane and he won himself $10,000 last night up at Laird Speedway in Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, the other day, George Wilson got a hold of me and he said, hey, do you know about this big 10K to win race at Laird? And honestly, I didn't. So he let me know all about it. And sure enough, uh, we followed along. Dario Capriccio goes to Victory Lane and wins himself $10,000. We're hoping to catch up with Dario. I haven't got a number for him yet. He didn't get back to me today. So he could be partying it up in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario still. But uh, we, we look forward to potentially catching up with Dario here tonight on the show. We will, however, catch up with Sam Fellows at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Of course, huge, huge weekend coming up this coming Labor Day weekend at CTMP. 
Uh, you don't want to miss it. It is going to be a full action-packed weekend. We'll get you all the details you need to know at CTMP with Sam Fellows. We'll also touch on his day at Three, or not Three Rivers, but ICAR just yesterday in the NASCAR Penny Series. We've got that to talk about. And in hour number two, in the final segment, we are going to catch up with Daryl Crocker, provided I get his number. Uh, Daryl Crocker, Western Speedway, out in British Columbia. The Canadian, or uh, yeah, the Canada 200 is coming up next weekend. It is all going to be live on Rev TV Canada right across the country. But if you're in the province of BC, you want to check that race out live for yourself. Uh, history to be made at Western Speedway. It is the final event at that Speedway before they fold it up. Yeah, that racetrack, the site is going to be done. I know Daryl and the whole group there is actively looking for a new home for the Speedway out there. I don't think they've got anything where they're going to be able to tell us, yeah, we do have this site. I'm hoping they do, but uh, from what I can hear, doesn't sound like that's just the case yet. They do have some potentials. Hopefully we can catch up with Daryl a little bit uh, later in the show and get you all the details you're going to need to know about the Canada 200 coming up next weekend. So lots of huge races coming at us. Uh, next weekend, but uh, what do you say we get to the hotline and welcome in a guy that uh, made a huge uh, a pile of news this past weekend. Of course, I'm talking about the 99 of Craig Slon White. He goes to Victory Lane at Petty International Raceway. He joins us now on the hotline. What's going on there, Winner? How are you? Hey, good, bud. How are you doing? Fantastic. Uh, back into Victory Lane at a racetrack. I know you just absolutely love flying around. A good job yesterday, brother. Thank you much, Lee. Yeah, everything worked out in our favor yesterday from from the minute we got there until the minute we left, I guess. So it was uh, a good day. Well, watching it on uh, Tim's uh, Corner.tv, uh, Tim and Dylan did a great job with the broadcast. Uh, watching that one, uh, honestly, uh, in the kind of, I don't know, somewhere around lap 100 or so, Craig, I'm kind of wondering, where the hell is the 99? I kind of figured he'd be up here by now and uh, didn't see any sight of you. And then all of a sudden, presto, within a few laps, ah, there he is. He's in frame now. And before too long, you got the lead to that one and never looked back. You started running away near the end of that. You had a good 99. Yes, I did. Yeah, no, we were uh, we were good right out of the trailer. Matt, sent, Matt made some adjustments. Um Probably before the heat race, that really brought it in nice and uh, tweaked on it a little bit right after that, and it was pretty flawless, really. It was uh, it was a lot of fun to drive. Craig, has it been frustrating at all the last few races? I know early in the season we had John Lotz, you won a bunch of races, and then all of a sudden things sort of went kind of quiet with you. Uh, you were still there, of course. You were still up there. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, you did end up with some trouble, and you weren't back in victory lane. Did it? Uh, th- did you have a little bit of a lull? And does it feel good to get back in stride? I bet. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's kind of a weird deal because I go five years without winning, and you think life is over, and and uh, then you go on a then you go on a tear. Like all last year, we were on a tear. The first part of this year, we were on a tear, and then all of a sudden. We like we get three wins at the first of the year, a second. We go to the 250 at Riverside, and 
honestly figured the chances were uh, 99.9% that we were going to be really fast. And uh, right from right from the minute we got there on Thursday night, we just didn't have the speed. The car felt great. Um, went into Saturday, kind of. Well, actually, no. We 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 knew we didn't have a ton of speed on on uh, the Thursday night. Just had people coming up. You know, motor sounds flat. Motor sounds flat. And I was I was kind of half just trying to talk myself out of it being a motor. And then Friday. We decided to go to Halifax to change. We figured we had maybe an MSD box bad on us, so left Anna Ganesh, drove to Halifax to test. Um, went out, figured that we were okay. I mean, had an Anna Ganesh set up on it, and the car felt good. It was getting to the chip, and we're like, well, all right, well, must have been the MSD box. So we go back to Riverside. We unload Saturday morning and go out, and again, car felt great. It was just, it was numb. Just didn't have any speed, and. Uh, like, well, it must be the motor. So Corey Hall let us go to King, pull the motor out of his car. Um, three of the guys stayed back and, and pulled the motor out of my car at the track. Um, three of us went to King, pulled the motor out of his, went back down, switched it over, started last in the field, didn't heat race it at all, started last on the field. <clears throat> and it felt good at the first. And then, you know, 20, 30 laps, it was just, it was just numb again. So literally ran around at the back of the pack down laps for the whole night it was it was such a frustrating day for all of us but the guys just kept slugging like we changed msd boxes again we changed the carburetor we changed the coil um pumped all the fuel out of it like just threw everything at it kind of going we got let's let's use this to try and find the problem and uh anyway it wasn't until after the 250 we went back down that week with my motor back in it and figured out that it was vapor locking, wasn't getting enough fuel, um, fixed the problem and gained a half a second down there on the Wednesday night after the 250. So it was basically, it was one of them things, right, that you just, you chase your tail, you think it's the biggest thing, and it was probably one of the smallest things, and it kind of threw our whole weekend away. Um, obviously, you're down on yourself, you you lose points and all this kind of stuff. Everything's playing in your head and luck's changing. And then we go to PEI and what happened there? I guess I was, well, started 11th or 12th, whatever it is, drove to the lead. Kind of kind of played the, the rain game a little bit. I, I pushed a little bit too hard, I think, in the middle part of the race to get to the front. Um, and then Corey was, Corey was on me. I don't know. He was, he was much better, but he was there. And I thought, well, I'm going to let, let him go and follow him. And hopefully he burns his stuff up a little bit and I'll get him on the next restart kind of thing. And then there wasn't a next restart. Yeah. We went green for a hundred laps or something. So, uh, finished second there, which was good. Um, then going into the Halifax 250, thought, okay, well, our chances are the same as Riverside. You know, we, we're, we should be. We should be in the hunt for the win if something doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we we start the day off. We're we're fast. Uh, win the heat race with ease, and then started the feature. I bided my time. Got to second by. Oh, I don't I don't even know what lap it was. Close to halfway. Uh, then took the lead on a restart, and I was leading, and it was losing power, and thought. 
okay, here we go again, race. Mm-hmm. The alternator, the alternator will start laying down on us and killing the battery. So the guys, the guys got a battery at a Whalen's car and strapped in it and going down laps and, and again just ran around trying to stay out of everybody's way because I was down laps. So you get the two biggest races of the year that you, you like they're the ones you want, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But on <laughs> the positive, having... on the positive side, Craig, it was the easiest thousand bucks you ever made by leading halfway in that baby. <laughs> Exactly. Did you go right. over and kiss Cole on the forehead and say thanks for the grandbrother? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not much into kissing Cole, but uh, uh, yeah, I guess not. Even for a grand, <laughs> eh? Yeah, no, not even for a grand, no. Um, but yeah, and then ended up finishing laps down there and kind of hung our heads and went, well, maybe the luck is kind of gone because we're we we're on a year and a half hair, and uh, anyways. Andrew and, and Corey and, and Jonathan and them guys just put their head back in it down at King and literally just went through it. And, uh, yeah, this weekend was pretty flawless. We, again, we were good right out of the trailer. Um, made a couple adjustments that Matt's been wanting to try and some suggestions from Andrew and the boys. And just, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun day. Craig, when you uh, you, know, you talk about the the day uh, where you guys you know split split the team and half of you run down and and pull a motor out of one car and half of you are pulling the motor out of the other car, um, it's pretty humbling for a small team, uh, you know, short track team uh, to to do that in a day at the racetrack. Um, you know, when you see them on TV, it, it look, they make it look pretty easy in the cup garage, don't they? You know, <laughs> pulling a motor and, and swapping it out in, in a half hour. Um, it, uh, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work in a late model now, um, to, uh, to, to get these things pulled out and swapped out. Um, it seems like every car is different too, right? It's, uh, uh different size lines and, and different lengths and, and different things like that. There's a lot of nuances to, uh, to getting a motor swapped out today. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, uh, listen, at the end of the day, I'll say it now. <laughs> I've said it for years. I'll continue to say it. The guys that I got, we all know how to do everything on the race car. Yeah. And I, I'd put, I'd put my guys up against. Any team, anything, any team, anywhere. I I I would enter them in a competition to say, you know, what whatever it is, swap motor, pull tranny, change rear end, hell, put a body on it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, put them up against anybody. And, and listen, if it wasn't for them and the not give up mentality, we'd be sitting. We wouldn't be sitting where we're sitting points wise because they never stopped in Antigonish. They never stopped at Halifax swapping stuff out. Um, getting shocks, burning arms, just, just continuous, continuous hope. Let's get this thing fixed. Let's just keep making laps, right? And, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, yeah, Riverside, three of my guys stayed, pulled the motor. Three of us went, pulled another motor. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, all in total probably only took less than an hour other than the drive to King to do it all. Um, but yeah, I, I'd seriously put them up against anybody. I really would. Yeah, pretty wild. So you got two left to do, brother. You got uh, Riverside, and then you get back to Halifax. Uh, what's the point lead sitting at now? Uh, Sixty-six after last night. Ooh, so that is still kind of healthy, but you can't miss nothing here, right? Oh no, no, man. She's not over until she's not over until the checkered flag flies, especially next weekend. Next yeah. weekend's the 
get get through next weekend and have a, a sizable lead and, and uh, kind of put the mind at ease or whatever. But again, anything can happen. The, the, no different than two two fifties. Right, stuff right. That you can't even stuff you can't even predict. Right, exactly. So, you just got to be prepared. Can yeah, yep, yeah, we do. You got another two fifty coming up at Speedway six sixty. You gonna go jump into that baby too? No, 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 no. That uh, yeah, we won't go there. But no, we we're not, we're not going to six sixty. No. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I just yeah, wondered I got, if you I got were a little gonna... bit screwed over there last year. So oh, I yeah, uh, you know, come to sour. think of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what you're saying here. But, uh, yeah. hey, good for you, Craig Slonwhite. Uh, you made it back into victory lane. Uh, you looked like you didn't skip a beat, brother, and you got two more big races to go, and I know everybody's going to be following you, and I know there's going to be a bunch cheering for you, and I know there's going to be a bunch going, how does somebody get him? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you got to have those in racing or there wouldn't be uh, there wouldn't be fans in the stands, right, so. You betcha. What do you got for sponsorship on that? I know I've seen presidential on the side, but I know it takes a whole army of them. Oh, God, yes. Um, again, my sponsors are buddies, and, and if it wasn't for all of them pulling together, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing, right? So presidential ventilation, um, RJ Motorsports, Stones RV, um, King Competition, <clears throat> uh, B&L Fulmore, um, Geez, Nails by Sydney, KC Marine Mechanical Installation, Selric Enterprises, uh, Rick Balser Weldon, Xander Sign Group. Um, there's some people behind the scenes that, that spend a little bit of money um, and time. Um, yeah, and, and again, it, the sponsors are one thing, but the crew the crew is another, right? Absolutely. Um, Shane, Nick, Roderick, Curtis, Matt. Um, man. Like Andrew, Jonathan, Corey, um, I'm humbled now. Like these guys are, I put them up against anybody. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, Craig. You guys have had good success and uh, much continued success from here out, brother. Uh, I know we got a seat saved right here for the next two winners, and of course the champion. And you are the defending champion of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Good luck to you, ninety nine. Keep her up. Thanks, guys. Hopefully, talk to you soon. Appreciate it. You betcha. That's Craig Slonwhite, driver of that 99. Man, is he one quick rocket out there. Uh, but there is a whole pile of fast rockets that are uh, dialing it in and getting closer to him. Uh, Got to put a nod to the cap. The uh, 8 car, 08, of Nicholas Nago was real quick there on the weekend. Uh, there were so many good cars. And you know there's going to be a whole raft of them with these last two shows of the season. We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. NASCAR Pindy Series uh, ran our iCar this weekend. We got the winner. He was he was in the Napa Dodge. His name is Kevin Lacroix, driver of the 74. Going to be on the hotline next. Stay with us. Come on, wake up. I got a little money coming my way. We gotta get out of here. If you find me some cigarettes, little whiskey and beer. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks. Celebrate the end of summer at the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Labor Day Sprints Weekend. 
featuring Canada's best cars and drivers as the NASCAR Pinty Series competes in the WeatherTech 200. Experience an all-Canadian roster of racing action, including the Fell Sports Car Championship, Nissan Sentra Cup, Toyo Tires F1600, and M-Zone Radical Cup. Enjoy concerts, fireworks, food, and family fun. Come for the day or camp for the weekend. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. No one else. Only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types. Making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look, feel, be epic at epicracewear.ca. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Rock of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Check out our new YouTube page as well, uh, Race Time Radio TV. Give it a try. Uh, we're working away at it. I do believe the audio sounds good. Everything is working. At least it was the last time we looked. Uh, let's go off now back to the hotline, shall we? And bring in, uh, how about our Canadian national winner next? Uh, this driver went to ICAR and, uh, he took his Napa Dodge number 74 straight into victory lane. Don't believe anyone led any other laps, uh, other than the 74 Kevin Lacroix. Did anybody lead a lap, Joe? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was all Kevin Lacroix. Uh, it was all Kevin Lacroix. He, he did have a, a heck of a race car, but uh, uh, it was uh, it was definitely a wild show. It was uh, it, it was definitely a, a dominant performance, Mr. Lacroix. Great job. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, it's nice to have a first one for the blue car in Napa, a new color, so I'm very happy about it. Oh, they would have been extremely happy. Uh, you, you were fast right off the back of the truck this time, weren't you? Yeah, the car was really, really good. We went to test the car a couple of times there this season, and uh, I, we we did the fastest time in practice. We were just uh, a little bit uh, uh, 
disappointed that the qualifying session was cancelled due to rain, but uh, so we started by points, so that's uh, the the reason why I started the fifth. So you know, it left the chance to other drivers to do some laps for for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ninety six I guess led for a little bit. Uh, my, in my mind, all I seen was the seventy four out front uh, continuously. And you were, I don't know, you said, I don't know, about a, a 10, 15 car length lead. And you seemed to, I don't know whether you were driving in the mirror, whether your spotter was saying, okay, right about there, Kev, just hang in there. Uh, you weren't burning it up. You weren't tearing it up. You were just running consistent laps. And then I want to say with about 16 laps to go, uh, the caution flag flew. Um, I, I don't know whether it was Sammy Fellows uh, broke broke his drive shaft. I don't know what the caution was Lent for. Uh, it was it was yep. it. And then uh, on the restart, though, I'm watching. I'm watching, and uh, all of a sudden, the 27 was like he was shot out of a cannon. Blew right on by you. Blew by everybody. Got the lead. But that was extremely short-lived. The 74 car, you went elbows up and said, uh-uh, Ranger, not this time, buddy boy. And away you went. The 74 car uh, just blew right by everybody again and got the lead. Uh, you had a good, strong car is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, well, at the restart there, uh, Andrew kind of surprised me. Uh, uh, in a way, I was so confident. Uh, I was just taking it easy and... Uh, I think I I over I underestimated the some drivers there, but uh, yeah, because it was we were just uh, cruising around all the race long with the ten car lanes uh, advantage, and then uh, the restarts came, and uh, I thought it was too tight to attempt some something crazy, and uh, but Andrew did he he dive bomb in the corner, and that was a nice move from him, and uh, you know it, it's it's good for the show uh, at the same time, but uh, there was there was no. You know, I was not stressed or there was no pressure. I think we, the car was just so good that it didn't t- uh, take even like four or four corners to take take back the lead and just drive away. So the car was just really it's with all the races I've done. It's uh, first time in my career that we we have such a, a strong car, a strong advantage over the other drivers, and it was just nice to to bounce back from the two. Uh, two tough races in the past two races. Well, surprise you, you say. Hey, hey, how about me? I'm sitting in my chair at home, and it surprised me what Ranger did. Uh, it was just a uh, an incredible move. Didn't hit anybody. But I thought, wow, look at the speed he's got. But it was uh, either really, really short run speed or uh, not long-lived, Junior. You guys were fast, <laughs> but only for about 150 feet, and then yeah. it sort of leveled out. Yeah, that's, that's about what it was. It was uh, uh, definitely, uh, you can't even call it short run speed. It was it was short four-corner speed. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. It was uh, I was standing right beside your spotter, and he looked at, over at me like, wow. <laughs> what are you, what are you? But uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. Um, it, it was... Kevin, uh, you know, I, I've got to, uh, I've got to point something out here a little bit. I, I, you have, you know, kind of changed the way that everybody, uh, you know, attacks road course racing and, and they've covered it off in the broadcast, you know, quite a few times. And there used to be a time where the NASCAR Canadian tire series guys, um, you know, would, would ride around for the first two thirds of the race. Um, at a really slow pace and then push it uh, at, at the end because they didn't think that they would have enough car. 
Um, you and and Ranger, and I, I would include Tagliani and Dumoulin and, and Cameron in this same category, um, but really when you came in is when, when everything kind of changed. You were able to push the car to the bare limit from the lap one uh, to the checkered flag, and and you know you kind of elevated the series to that point. And yesterday, for the first time in the history of watching Kevin Lacroix, um, you know, you started to back off the corner. You started to uh, back up, you know, where your lift point was uh, from from you know the the, the your, your good laps. Um, you know, when I when I watch Kevin Lacroix for the longest time, if you lifted at one fifty, you lifted at one fifty every lap, or if you lifted at two hundred, you lifted at two hundred every lap. Uh, yesterday, if a fast time you lifted at one fifty, uh, you know, once you got that ten fifteen car length advantage, you started lifting, you know, a hundred feet or two hundred feet before that, um, and really saving your stuff. Um, you could hear it, you could see it. You know, did you change your driving style a little bit over the past couple weeks or 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 this season, or was it just you had such a good car that you were able to do that? Well, yeah. No, it, it all depends on the feeling. I don't really focus on trying to save the stuff or anything like this. I think it's uh, uh, <clears throat> like it's, it's the same thing when when we we when I'm not leading. Uh, sometimes you know I you know I I've won races that I I got the lead uh, late in the race because you know when when people are all going crazy and pushing to the limit, I I always try to to focus on what's the limit of the car and. And just you know, let let the luck happen. And, you know, get to me or something. You know, let the car come to me and let the other drivers overdrive their car and let their car go. So when people are going all crazy, I think I just focus on myself, focus on my car, and, and find its limits. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did yesterday. I think uh, uh, the car was really, really good. But uh, I was just uh, I thought we, you know, I came back at the shop today, and the first thing I did is like. To tell uh, the crew chief that we, I wanted a, a change for next year and take notes so, I, so we don't uh, forget it. It's just it was a little bit tight and and when you push to get the lead and uh, you know you want to push to get a at least you know three four car length advantage so you don't get you know bumped or something. So and then you know you kind of feel that the the, the tight is uh, the car is a little bit tight and you don't want to overdrive it so it gets tighter. So that that was uh, that's what I was trying to do. But if the car is just perfect. Then I, you know, you can keep running the same speed. But uh, you know, yesterday was, you know, the car was good uh, compared to other drivers, uh, other cars. But uh, it was just a little bit tight, so I had to manage it. But uh, you know, it, it looked easy for sure, and we were kind of surprised ourselves. Absolutely. Well, you did dynamite uh, in the history of iCar with Pinty's at it. There's only ever been two feature winners, according to what Adam said yesterday on the broadcast. Either yourself in the 74, Kevin Lacroix, or the 27 of Andrew Ranger. I'm not sure what the split is, uh, but are you ahead on the split, or are you guys even, or whereabouts are you at? Yeah, well, uh, it's uh, and over the years, I'm kind of surprised because, uh, you know, there's uh, when you're leading and you're overtaking people, you're like, you don't, you don't want them to see what you're doing different so they don't learn how to how to go as fast as you but uh i'm kind of surprised that uh andrew and i we kind of have a different uh driving style normally but at this track it resembles a lot and i think that that's what makes us a little bit faster than everybody else and i'm kind of surprised when i see other drivers doing 
other things and over the years like you don't learn <laughs> about <laughs> but yeah i think uh no that's uh, a flat racetrack like this it's very different than than you know mouth sports or other place we go so uh i think our go-kart uh, career is uh helping us a lot there absolutely uh kevin uh you know icar uh you know they've they've changed the format they went from the large track to the small track uh the small track of course uh has stuck around now for a little bit and i i think is is set uh to to stick around um it's it's a very small course for anybody listening seven seven turns um you know relatively short straightaways all the way around uh, but the last time we went there, one and two were significantly different. Um, there was there was a, a definite difference in in both the the shape of turn one uh, and then as well the way that you enter turn number two. Uh, it went from being kind of a kink uh, where you would have to woe the car up uh, to more of a high speed uh, right hander. Um, did you notice the difference in a big way with your driving style or, or was it something that was relatively easy to overcome? Well, yeah, we, uh, it took a few, uh, a few laps, even when we, I went there testing a few times, it took, uh, to get used to it because the, the corner is, has become very, very long and you've got to be very, very patient and not hitting the throttle too early because if you get on throttle too uh, too uh, too early then you're just using your front tires so uh and that's i think uh, with these cars it's uh, the main challenge uh, you know uh the front tires and you you get tight and I, well I, for for with our with my car i get tight like on the road course almost every uh, end of the races so i always try to my manage my front tires and uh and that corner was uh I, I had to own myself, you know, so I guess it's the same thing for every driver, but, uh, you know, we're, we, we're all racers, competitors, we're all, uh, you know, we're all looking forward to, to go faster and, uh, you have to hold yourself in time. We're with Kevin Lacroix. He won yesterday's NASCAR Pinty's race at iCar. He drives the number 74 Napa Dodge. Uh, Kevin, we got to take a look, man. You don't get time, uh, not a long time to celebrate the win because you're right back on the speedway again this coming weekend. It's a huge weekend at CTMP, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Uh, you guys are going to be headlining it this weekend. What's the thoughts heading back to CTMP? And refresh my memory. Was that the site of race number one, uh, race win number one for you this year? Or what? I know you've won a couple of this year. Was it CTMP? I can't remember. Yeah, that was uh, CTMP, my first win of the year, and uh, the first world course uh, of the year. And, you know, it was, uh, I, I led a uh, bunch of laps uh, with uh, a big advantage, and then the yellow came out at the end, and got surprised by another driver, Gary Clute, and he had to use the bumper at the end. So I'll <laughs> try to, I'll try to, uh, to make it cleaner and, uh, and uh, having a, an easier race, just like we did in iCar. Don't use the bumper and just have uh, the cruise. But uh, it will be very important for us to, to win. Uh, again, it's a track that we're very fast. Uh, we're a little bit far behind in points for the championship chase, so we absolutely need to win. And, you know, we never wish uh, bad luck to any drivers, but I think uh, we'll need it. So, uh, Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, brother. Uh, you guys are uh, spending a lot of time and a lot of money to get out there and win races, and everyone's depending on you to get results. So, 
much understood. Uh, you got to drive the way uh, guys drive you. You got to drive them the same sort of way, uh, but in the same respect. Uh, how many times have we seen it at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, whether it be NASCAR Camping World trucks, whether it be Pinties? How many times have we seen it coming through that final kink back to the start finish line? That action happens right there. It happens. It's uh, it's just part of the fabric of that race, and we'll probably see it again this weekend. But uh, but good luck in the race. It's going to be dynamite, and congratulations on the big victory. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Hey, I, this is from me, though. You don't need to keep doing that. Like, <laughs> just back it down a little bit, all right? Just let the 27 go by. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he says no, uh, no, no. Kevin, dynamite <laughs> stuff. Uh, you and Donnie Thompson, just keep doing what you're doing. You got the right uh, recipe for success, I'll tell you. Hopefully the luck will be on our side but uh, in the future. But, yeah, we, we're a strong team, and uh, we just need a little less mechanical failure. Yep, that is Kevin Lacroix, driver of the Napa Dodge, uh, the number 74. Watch for him to be incredibly strong. Junior, uh, that's a good track for... Uh, CTMP is a good track for Andrew, is a good track for uh, DJ Kellington, is a good track for Kevin Lacroix, is a good track for Gary Clute, is I wouldn't a good put DJ, track. I wouldn't do you want DJ, me to keep going? I wouldn't put DJ Kellington in that list. I would say that DJ... A DJ wouldn't watch. put himself in that list. Watch out. That being said, watch out. You know, they broke a transmission. Uh, he was actually looking pretty decent in, in uh, ICAR. Uh, he obviously had a great run at Trois Rivières. Very mm. different racetrack. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's he, he's a, a favorite for a sixth place finish at, at Mossport. That's where, at CTMP, that's where DJ shoots for when he goes there, honestly. Uh, you know, just knowing him very well. Uh, it is a great racetrack for Kevin Lacroix. It is a great racetrack for Alex Tagliani. Oh, it is a great yep. racetrack for Andrew Ranger. Um, you and better it, hope. It, it is a fantastic racetrack for for LP Dumoulin and Mark Antoine. Oh Cameron. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. so out of that, uh, and then as well, you have to add in Gary Clute. He's he's got more laps there than probably everybody on the list. <laughs> Um, and, and you got to throw in a guy like Daniel Bois. He's, he, he He's impressed so many people, yep. uh, with his Toronto run, with his, uh, Mossport run. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be really interesting heading there this weekend. A lot of buzz, a lot of talk about the speed that the 96, the 74 showed, um, that, how about that they've the, shown all year. How about the 07? We haven't even mentioned Alex Labbe. He goes to, uh, gets a top 10 at Daytona. In the Xfinity series, gets on a jet, flies into ICAR, and gets out there. Has to start at the rear. Oh, starts at the back of that full field and rolls all the way up to, what, fourth, fourth or fifth? And given enough laps, I wouldn't doubt he would have been up there pounded on the back end of the 74 car. And Alex Gannett, we've got to put a little shout-out to him as well, uh, in the 39 car. Another car that was light so quick and on his way. Uh, Just it was a good race. Watch that one on TSN when it comes up uh, next weekend. But don't forget to be at CTMP. Uh, it's a great camp weekend. Uh, we're going to talk more about it in hour or two. We've got Sammy Fellows going to come on, and uh, we'll get you all the details that you need to know about CTMP coming up next weekend. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, Rick Spencer-Walt, APC winner from last night, 
going to join us live right here on Race Time. Stay with us. time to get back to the racetracks for over 30 years quick quick fire starters have fueled the sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one two three there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your quick quick fire starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro quick quick fire starters no harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. No one else, only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. Celebrate the end of summer at the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Labor Day Sprints Weekend. Featuring Canada's best cars and drivers as the NASCAR Pinty Series competes in the WeatherTech 200. Experience an all-Canadian roster of racing action, including the Fell Sports Car Championship, Nissan Sentra Cup, Toyo Tires F1600, and M-Zone Radical Cup. Enjoy concerts, fireworks, food, and family fun. Come for the day or camp for the weekend. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Gentlemen, start your engine. Welcome back. Race Time Radio. I think I like you too. I think I like you too. Hey, I think I like it too. That's Joey Vinegar. Check his tunes out. Google him, Joey Vinegar. Uh, got, got a load of great stuff on there. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. All live on Sirius XM Channel 167. Don't forget about our live stream at racetimeradio.com and brand new Race Time Radio TV on YouTube. This is the new way we're going to be doing it on here. Uh, but we're going to get back to the hotline, and we're going to welcome in a two-time APC uh, series winner. He did it last night in his number 31 car. He's probably still screaming, but we'll check in with him right now. Rick Spencer Walt, driver of the 31, got the job done. What's going on tonight, Ricky? How are you? 
I'm good, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Just having a couple beers, trying to relax. Just uh, had some dinner with the wife and kids, so things are good. Well, I bet things are good. You did a masterful job last night on a real tight little racetrack that uh, that you know quite well. Uh, but you did a great job in that 31 car. How did it feel inside there? Good? That was uh, it's been tough inside the car the last couple of weeks. It's just been... Uh, there's a lot of pressure on my kneecap, so it's when I get in there, it's okay. But after you know, you start moving your leg around, you get going, you don't really think of it much. But then you get a couple of cautions in a row, it gives you time to think there. So last <laughs> night we had a couple of quick ones, but they felt like they were forever when you got a knee that's just throbbing. So luckily, I was kind of burning my kneecap on the tin kit a bit, so I was thinking about the burn more than the pain in the knee. You know, Rick, I never even thought of this. Uh, I've had 14 surgeries on my knees. So I know what you're talking about when it comes time for uh, r- really, uh, and I mean extreme pain inside that race car. Uh, I, I know where you're at. But what I should have done, and I just thought of it right now, actually, uh, and if you go to race the next race and you haven't had your surgery yet, there is a thing called a polar cuff. I don't know whether you're familiar with it or not. It looks like, you know, one of those bands that they wrap around your arm to do your blood pressure and they pump it up. It yeah, looks... I, ha- I, ha- I have one. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a polar cuff. If you put that polar yep. cuff on and, uh, I don't know, strap it now, I know it's going to be a couple of pounds, Ricky, and you don't want a bolt weight up high in the car. But listen, yeah. if, it, if it actually helps you throughout the course of a race... It would be kind of a good idea to wrap that polar cuff around that leg, but um, I, I just thought of it now. Uh, it may help uh, relieve a little bit not only the heat, but it would probably uh, help alleviate some of the swelling as you're uh, you know, doing something that you probably shouldn't do while you've got a knee injury like that. But uh, just to refresh everybody, what did you do to that knee, and is it a broken kneecap, or what is it? Well, we were... Um it was a nice Friday afternoon. It was about 40 degrees with the humidity. So we decided to hit the lake on the Cedars. And uh, I always have my boy Jake on the back with me. So we go out and find some big waves and hit them all the time. But these ones maybe we should have avoided. But I launched it off of a big yacht wave. And uh, we, caught, we landed. I think I hyperextended it the wrong way when we landed. But I didn't really feel much. So I was fine. We landed in the water and kind of got back on the sea dew. And when I... I Jumped on the sea dune, threw my leg up on my right leg back up onto the sea dune. Everything just blew out the side. My kneecap was around like side of my leg, and it was uh, it was pretty eventful. I was laying in the water for about forty minutes, floating with a life jacket, and my wife and I were trying to pop my kneecap back in because I couldn't get back on the sea dune or get back. We were three quarters away across the lake, so it was either call the marine units to come get me yeah. or try and be a man and get back to the dock so it was uh i got back to the dock and had to walk i don't know it's it's quite a ways up probably the full length of the pits at sobble there to uh to my truck because nobody can back the little trailer up to get the sea dues so mm. it wasn't uh wasn't a whole lot of fun <laughs> rick i can guarantee you there is absolutely no one on the face of this planet that's ever going to be able to say you know that rick spencer wall driver the 31 in that ap series apc series you know he's a real wimp no one would ever get away with saying that. Uh, you <laughs> I might have... be a baby sometimes, but <laughs> I'm not no wimp. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, you, you have gone through more than a lot of drivers have. Uh, this season, you could have been under that car and had someone else in there the last two or three races. 
But no, sir, Rebob, you uh, wrapped it up, soaked it up, and away you went. And your, your, your labors were well worth it, coming away with the victory last night. Uh, the car was good. Pretty well right out of the box. Now, I know Josh Stoddy set fast time. I was tuned in for qualifying. and uh, But you were no slouch, man. You were right there. Uh, what what did you need to do to the car to get it to where it was last night in victory lane? Uh, we unloaded. Uh, we, we were all right. We went out in the first practice, and uh, by the time it shipped through, we were 13th. But we were on our sunset tires from the week before, and just uh, I just felt like I had no grip in the car. It just wouldn't turn uh I had no turn in, so we were just tight, tight, tight. So um, we had Mike there working with us. We had a lot of guys out. Terry's usually my crew chief from down there, and um, they were all at the Pinties race. So Mike uh, crew chiefed our car last night, and uh, I, I don't know him and I mesh really good. And uh, my feedback to him, I think, is uh, I think I can give great feedback. I talked to him about what we what he wanted me to work on first, and. Uh, we had new brakes on the car last night, and we've been struggling for a couple of races with the brakes. I lost them at Sobble in both those races we ran uh, two weeks ago. So just uh, got the brakes where we wanted them, got got the setup where I wanted it, and uh, I, I think we really did have something for the pole, but when you go out on these old tires and you run around in practice and get the feel you want later in a race, and then you bolt four new ones on, and it carves to the bottom, and you're up over the curb. <laughs> it's just like, you're just not expecting it to carve like it does, and... I've never been a super qualifier, but I, I mean, we were, if I had got on the gas a little harder last night, I think we would have been right there too, but it was good, good seeing Saudi. It's his home track. He's really good there. So it's good to see him run good there. I kind of figured it was going to be a, a 31 84 17 battle all at the front there. Uh, the 22 of Steckley had a good run going. I know the 17 22 got together. Uh, that sort of faded them. Blair Wickets, uh, Wickets, if I'm saying his name right, uh, did a great job in that. Uh, what is it, 97 car? He looked strong last night. But really, no one, absolutely no one had anything for you last night in that 31 car. Uh, yeah. that, that that black and uh, green machine, Joe Jr., was just a missile. You missed that one, buddy. Oh, I didn't miss it. I sat at Boston Pizza and drank a whole pile of beer and watched it. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> we, that was uh, pretty cool hearing from out there because I think my brother had, he said he was about 25 people around him watching. And my, <laughs> my grandparents are out on tour. My grandpa's got my grandma going way out to B.C. just showing her a bunch of stuff on a big tour in the camper so they had it on in the in the camper watching on youtube too so it's pretty cool that people uh like yourself joe that couldn't be there could still you know tune in because of what g-force is doing some people knocked it at the start for people not wanting to go to the races but you don't think about the people that can't get there so it's uh, i think it's been a pretty good deal yeah hey, some people even knock me when i promote it so I, i'm done <laughs> listening to everybody I, I love what g-force does anyway continue on there Jenny. yeah no absolutely it's uh uh walt uh you know there's there's been plenty of people right there's been plenty of people and and i imagine you've heard it probably seventy five thousand times since you hurt your knee uh say why does he do this right like it's they look at at saturday night race and 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 they look at at you know what it what it stands for what it is um and and nobody's making a million dollars on racing saturday night so uh, people people look at you and and say well, why why would he be out there and and do that um, when he has a hurt knee, right? And and I've yeah. I've I've had that conversation with a couple of people, and I say, look, man, like I remember Rick Walt, 
you know, in in a race car that's probably not fit for the racetrack, racing on a racetrack. You know, like he he's been out there, you know, in in subpar equipment for a number of years. Uh, you know, you work your way through with with Eldon. Um, and, and you guys have built a program with sponsorship and, and everything else. And, and really you, you said on this very program that it was a dream opportunity at the beginning of this season, um, to be out there in that car. And I've said it to a number of people that, 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 you know, being a racer is a lifestyle, right? And, and I watched Dale Jr.'s podcast with, with Mike McSwain, fat back, if you will. And he talks about a racer being, being, you know, a lifestyle, right? So uh, it's not just uh, it, it's not just a, a hobby. It's not just for fun. It's not just a sport that you play and, and don't think about again. It's 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 really a, a way of life. But I want your I, I want to hear it from you why you're doing it. You know, when when it does cause this much pain to you physically, but I want to know why you still want to strap into the car while you're you know not necessarily perfect yeah man for sure it's um i guess it's a hard thing to explain i mean people go to work every day and they're hurting i mean you go to work and your back's killing you hauling concrete or your back's hurting you (laughs) moving a wheelbarrow and by the end of the day you're paralyzed but you get your ass out of bed in the morning you go back to work so i look at it as my sponsors have put up a lot of money and that's my job is to go make them proud represent them the best we can and just I mean, it's a cool story, yeah, that I have a busted up knee and I'm running good, but I mean, I wanted to run good before my knee was busted up, you know, <laughs> like it's not, not, I, I, we had Ray Morneau and I can't thank him and his family enough for, you know, being around and, and being there if I needed something. Uh, last night wasn't easy either. I, I went out and practiced and I went to, uh, I actually drove, <laughs> drove into, uh, Sauble Beach there to the pharmacy and I bought a new, a uh, new, um, casting to put on my leg to try something else because i got about four or five of them and nothing keeps working out so i wore it in the first practice and i said to ray it was close by i said to him after i said have your suit and shit ready because I, I don't know man like it's even worse this week than it was the two weeks ago and uh i got the brace off and got it iced up a bit and then went back out and everything was it was a lot better but i don't know man it's just uh like you said it's a lifestyle and that's my life i've raced since i was I mean, my parents had to sign waivers to allow me to even race because back when I was younger, you you couldn't start racing anything until you were 14 at the at Barry Speedway. And I started, I think, when I was 12, turning 13. So I was an exception at that time. But you're not kidding, man. I drove some stuff you needed tetanus shots to get in. So um, it's been a blessing for the people that I've had in my life come along and, and help us get to the point where we are and I don't want to let anyone down, so whatever it takes to be in there. It's, I mean, I'm seven feet tall, and I did roofing for 10 years. I heard every friggin' morning I got up and went to work. So going driving for, you know, a feature race is only, if it goes bad, we're still only out there 30, 40 minutes. It's not like you're in the car for an eight-hour shift. So right. it's just get in, get it done, and, and get out. I always thought Ricky. you were seven foot three. Yeah, yeah pretty close. <laughs> Rick, the cool part is you didn't put anyone else in jeopardy when you're out there. The only person you're putting in harm's way is yourself. And I know if you were putting anyone else in jeopardy, you wouldn't have been out there just so no one gets the wrong idea. 
Um, the only person you're hurting is yourself. And obviously it didn't hurt that bad because you went to Victory Lane, and it'll make it feel so much better. Uh, we got two minutes before i got to throw it back to Toronto. But I do want to ask you, uh, uh, Delaware is coming up. And what is the prognosis? When is the surgery for the knee? Will you be in at Delaware Speedway? Yeah, I think we're uh, – I have to go <laughs> – <laughs> got a bunch of stuff going on. I broke a damn molar too, so I got a root canal surgery Monday. So I had some tooth pain I was suffering through. <laughs> it's been, been a nightmare two weeks for me. So I got that surgery tomorrow morning, and then I got to go see the fracture clinic again. And they're supposed to see what's going on. I've tried to get the swelling down in it, and then they were going to decide because two doctors said my ACL was torn, another one or whatever torn in half, and the the other one said it was. They think they can repair it with some physio. They're going to try so. I'm just kind of in the air with it, but nothing's been done since it happened other than give me some drugs and go home, and I don't take those things because they just make me sick. So it's been uh, just icing it and trying to relax a bit, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to run Friday night from, uh, we obviously got the win, so it gives us a little bit extra money to go to Friday night there at Delaware. We're going to run the 70 lapper, hopefully, and then uh, that'll prep us for the next APC race. Well, good luck in that, and I know uh, when, when I say, you listen, if they said that it's ripped and they can fix it, but if they tell you these words, Rick, and you mark my words, if they say, look, Rick, we're going to go on a wait-and-see program, you're in good shape, you're in good health, uh, you tell them to forget it and get in there and fix it. I'm telling you from a guy that's had 14 surgeries, don't prolong it. I prolonged mine 12 years. And I'm 61 and paying for it every single day now. So uh, just take it from a guy that's been there, done that. Get it fixed. If they can fix it, get it fixed, buddy. Yeah, I will do, man. Thank you. Yeah, and I look forward. I know we all do. Look forward to seeing you at Delaware Speedway and uh, watching that 31 car. Congratulations on the victory, brother. Go get it, and uh, we'll see. we'll keep your seat saved right here on Race Time, okay? Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me on again. That is Rick Spencer-Walt, driver of the 31. Awesome guy, Junior, and an awesome race car driver. Awesome racing family. Oh, yeah. Right? When you look at the, the Walt family and, and you know, you, Ooh, you look Jeffy at... Oh, Jeffy would have been keyed right in. He's, oh, every, I, I yeah, see him absolutely. all the time out absolutely. in RS1 and, land. And, yeah, yeah, same with Brian and, you know, it, his whole family is, uh, is and, and really his team is a, is a family deal, too. Sure. Um, and... Uh, you know, just a. Uh, I really wanted to kind of nip that in the bud and and get the word from the horse's mouth why he's behind the wheel. And uh, I I I'm a firm believer that he's doing a heck of a job. He is. He is. Well said. We are going to throw it back to Toronto now. Get you up to date on some of the news and highlights that you may have missed over hour number one. But don't you go anywhere. We're going to be back for hour number two. John Caselli is going to lead the parade off. Uh, we got Sam Fellows coming up and hopefully Darren Crocker out in B.C. All that to come in hour number two, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. Stay right there. 90 seconds. We're back. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got all Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow! The thrill of the race. Away sideways. 
You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you, you are the man! <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins all live tonight on Sirius XM, right across the country. Welcome aboard, everybody. Hour two kicks off right now, and we kick it off in style. A good friend of mine joins us on the hotline, and he is celebrating 50 years in business. Flamborough Speedway, a cornerstone in this industry, just located just outside of Hamilton, Ontario, uh, is owned by the Caselli family, and John Caselli is on the hotline with us right now. What's going on, John? How you doing, brother? How you doing, Joe? Doing fantastic, my friend. We got a lot of celebrating to do here, 50 years. Can you believe 50 years has gone on by? I know. It's, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? No, uh, just oh, amazing. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're here for... Uh second really we're just passing through <laughs> 50 years just went by like uh, it was yesterday you know i was saying to Susie today uh when i think back uh i, I was uh my, my, the, the roots in my stock car racing how i got into this business uh was uh, as a fan like way back when uh, I used to live in Guelph on Stevenson Street, and just down the road, uh, when I was just a youngster, I'm talking, John, I was lucky if I was five, six years old, uh, hung out with the Morrisons down the street, and Brian Morrison used to race the Diamond Class way back okay, when. Yeah, that's really going back. And, yeah, yeah, and I went to the racetrack, well, Glenn was my friend, and uh, Brian was Glenn's older brother, um, it, there was Glenn and Paul, and... Uh, anyway, uh, knowing those guys, I, my job on uh, Brian's team was to shine the wheels. Uh, I was the guy that made sure the wheels were shiny. And we went to the racetrack. I want to say the very first speedway I ever went to was with the Morrison family. And they took me um, to Grand River Speedway. Grand River yeah. Speedway, just outside Guelph. Yeah. And that's where Brian raced. And I remember... Uh, and I'm, it's really foggy, but I do remember it. Uh, we were all sitting in in Brian's garage one night, and I said, uh, Brian, are we going to go to Grand River again? Because I wanted to go back to the Speedway. loved seeing what i seen. And he said, no, Joe. He said, this weekend coming up, we're going to go to a place called Flamborough Speedway, and it's a brand-new racetrack. So I want to say, John Caselli, I do believe... I was at your very first event at Flamborough Speedway. Isn't that scary? <laughs> That's a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, just amazing. Uh, you've, John, have had some of the most iconic races. You've had the who's who in short track racing, not only here in Canada with Junior Hanley and Don yeah. Biederman and Zardo and, oh, the list of name goes on and on. But you've also had a lot of the top American runners that yeah. have filtered through Flamborough Speedway throughout those 50 years at times. Yeah. Back in the 70s and uh, mid-80s, yeah, we used to get a lot of Americans. 
Yeah, a lot of guys that were maybe coming up for the big Cayuga race on the Sunday, if they were up in the area early, they would zip to Flamborough Speedway, wouldn't they, and get a Saturday night of racing in before Cayuga. Yeah. Yeah, pretty right. amazing. <laughs> Those are the good old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that, hear you. part of the 50 years, man, the, the good old days. And, and, yeah. uh, and it, if you look at the facility, John, um, you know, you guys have done so much to that racetrack uh, over the past couple of years. Um, you know, I, I remember do, uh, as much as we can, you know, absolutely. Uh, there are limitations of what we can do for sure. But, uh, yeah. When I when I think back to going to Flamborough Speedway when I was, you know, young, you know, we're talking, you know, 10, you know, 13 years old. We used to come down for Oktoberfest every year, right? Yep, yep. And, and Flamborough Speedway was the same from that time until I was about 20 years old, you know? And, and, and you all the way through. Do you remember when the guardrails were up? No, no, that's, no, that's going back to your guys' days. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was always concrete wall. But, but when that was I. interesting. The first <laughs> couple of years, I'll tell you. When I look from. We used to uh, race for about half an hour and. Spend an hour fixing the guardrail. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They would yeah. knock knock the uh, knock the K rail out of the thing. Um, but when I look from from the age of you know twenty to now, that place is a completely different facility. Yeah. You know, you, with the VIP tower that you guys have, yeah. uh, arguably the best seat in short track racing in in Ontario. Yeah, I think Glenn Styers has got a good one too at at yeah. yeah. now. But uh, but both oh, of them. Yeah, Real fantastic job there. He, uh, you know, he's adding on uh, a lot of things there. I haven't been there yet, yet but uh, I'm meaning to go there. But uh, I see, you know, talking to people that he's really done a lot of things there. Oh, Absolutely. amazing, amazing yeah. job. And like Joe was saying, John, you have rebuilt Flamborough Speedway literally from the from the road gate in. You've repaved the track. You've done a whole pile of stuff on the infield. Yeah. You added the cart club. Cleaned the, the, yeah, the, the pit the, area. I'll tell you, the guys really appreciate that. When we did that, oh, man, these guys were so glad that we did something in the pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just amazing to see the transformation and the upgrades that uh, you continue to do at the Speedway. Uh, tonight, I want to talk to you about the big event that's coming up next weekend. The yeah. Pot of Gold, $50,000 to win. You heard me right. If well, you're tuned listen, in, Joe, 50 that, grand. That's nothing new, really. When you go, if, if you go back in the late 80s, early 90s, I mean, we used to do... Uh, endurance race on labor day weekend and the, and the payoff for those things in those days was ten thousand to win twelve thousand to win fifteen thousand to win i mean in those days that was quite a bit of money you know oh yeah it and, still and, is so. <laughs> but the main thing we were doing this fifty thousand to win i'll tell you I'll, there's a little story behind it and uh <clears throat> We've been there 50 years, and uh, this winter we start thinking about what are we going to do for these guys this year, you know, mm-hmm. we, to appreciate these guys, to what they do for us. And uh, so we came up with the idea, let's bring back the, the endurance race that we used to do on Labor Day weekend. 
And uh, basically what we've done is we put $1,000 away every year for the 50 years, and that's where the money's coming from. Isn't that amazing? That's some forethought right there, I'll tell you. That's, That's amazing. Cool. That's now, so exciting. Now it's going to be fifty thousand to the winner. It's not the like winner. he's the, the second place is ten. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what uh, I was getting at. It's not just the winner that no, is going to get paid out. No, oh, you're paying back. Yeah, they're they were paying. They're set, the total purse is seventy thousand dollars. That's amazing, John yeah, Caselli. So, amazing. Uh, and you know, it's something that uh, we're doing it, like I said, because we do appreciate these boys. Yeah, and you show your appreciation, John Casella. You always have, and you're doing it again. Tell us a bit about the format for this 50K to win. Is this on Sunday? Is it Saturday, qualifying Saturday? What is no, it? No, no. Saturday night we're running our rig, uh, our late models, Canadian uh, Vision Modifies, uh, Super Stocks, and Mini Stocks. Right. That's the program for Saturday night. Okay. Sunday morning, we open at 8 o'clock for registration for, for, the, uh, for the endurance cars. And we open the front gates at 12, and we're scheduled to go at 2. Um, the format for this race is at 300 laps, but there's a catch to it. Okay. We're going to run 250 laps qualifier, mm-hmm. and the top 50 will run the last 50 laps. Ah, there you go. So that's that's a good wrinkle. It'll make it interesting. Yeah, it'll make it very interesting. So yeah. the top 50 move on. Yeah. So Now, if uh, you're not registered yet, say you uh, are just hearing about this tonight and you want to get involved, you could be on the other side of the border too, everybody. Yep. Flamborough Speedway isn't that far from the border. You want to you know, get up here and run in this 50K to win endurance race, you can do it. Even if you're not registered. uh, Register there that morning, no problem. So you can register at the track that day? Yep, sure. Perfect, perfect. Now, uh, to get more information on it, do we just go to the website? Is uh, everything Uh, all the rules? We'll have all the information on the website for uh, the pricing, you know, the the ties and and all that. And then uh, for the guys that want to register... if they want to do it prior to that, uh, they can go on our um, uh, social media. Gary Collins looks after it. Yeah. They, they can set it up with him. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Or they can leave it until, like I said, Sunday, Sunday morning. Make sure they come come early because, you know, it that process takes a bit of time. Sure does. Sure does. you got to check the cars, too. So don't be bringing your light model out here, guys. It's got (laughs) to fit the rules, right, John? Well, you know, (laughs) I mean, we want to make sure that everybody's honest, you know. As honest as they can be. They are racers. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. Uh, So, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully this thing works. I mean, I'm not in it to make money, but it would be nice to break even, you know. Uh, but I'm doing it because, like I said, we've been there 50 years, and we got to do something for these boys. 
Yep. Well, you're definitely doing it, John. This is giving back in a huge, huge way, and good on you for doing it. Uh, looking a little further down the schedule, uh, Labor Day weekend doesn't ever th- doesn't end everything no. at Flamborough Speedway. No. You still got lots more big stuff coming, the, right? The following week, actually, we got that, our Memorial Night. The following uh, on the tenth, I believe, and uh, and we got lots going on there. At that night, we have. Uh, um, Fan appreciation night, mm-hmm. uh, corn roast, uh, free hot dogs at, at, in the pits after the races. So everybody looks forward to that one. Absolutely, you yeah. watch out. You may have me coming back down there. Yeah, You're talking sure. free hot dogs hey, and corn. I'm in. Lots of corn. I'll tell you, the uh, <laughs> Kevin Gallant supplies the corn, and I'll tell you, he's got darn good corn for the last few years supplying that stuff but he hasn't let me down yet (laughs) awesome stuff Uh, that's going to be awesome John Uh, the pot of gold you want to check it out get to Flamborough Speedway's website uh, and there's still lots coming up Oktoberfest John looking real good and I know you got a bunch to announce another night about that okay because right now I'm in the processing of making some few changes on it but and uh, it's not sound like so I really don't want to say much about it right now. Okay. Okay, and we don't mind. We'll get you back on the yeah. show. We'll get you back on here. Got no problem with that. Now, uh, just one other quick question. I know social media was all the buzz this morning. Uh, I guess there was uh, some happenings there uh, yesterday, yeah, last night. It's an unfortunate incident. Uh, everything okay? Mike Pod, I, I think you probably know him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, number five uh, Canadian Range Bonfire driver. Right. Unfortunately, yeah, he got he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so it's one of those things that you know, with these open Oscar, one of those Oscar modifieds, uh, mm. you know, those open wheel cars. I'll tell you, they can get scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, can't they all? Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that everything is uh, is okay, and just wanted to put that out there to everybody that everything is working out, and uh, and, and that's good. Everything's working the way it should. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John, it's going to be a good weekend next week, and I hope you are ready for oh, it. The only thing that worries me right now is the weather. We need good weather. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens? Let's talk about that, for instance. <laughs> It doesn't happen Sunday. We the, the Monday is the rain date for it. Okay, okay. So at least we know that too. Yeah. And uh, if anything, John, it's going to be perfect this coming weekend. Uh, hope you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate your time tonight, John. And do me Thank a favor. You. Say hello to Frank and say yep. hello to the family for me down there. And I know we'll see you soon. Thank you. You bet. John Caselli, Flamborough Speedway, uh, the pot of gold race, $50,000 to win. Junior, there is a huge buzz up on this side of the border about this race. There's a huge buzz about it. There has been since they announced it. Um, you know, uh, the, the for the longest time they had a race called the Gold Rush. Yes, the and Gold Rush. It was a it was a staple at Flamborough Speedway. Yep. Um, you know, it, it started out as a pro late model race, um, but it had a gimmick to it, and it was a $5,000 to win race, 
and the the pole sitter had the chance to to basically go for the win and go for ten grand. Yep, but you and had to go to was, the back. There was always there was always that catch, right? <laughs> yeah, there was always that catch with John Caselli. Yep, and he really loves you know putting the driver in a position where he's got to go or go home. Yep, and, and he puts the fan in a really good spot. In a really good spot. Yep, and you know when you look at the Gold Rush, I remember some of the most iconic finishes in short track race in history were those gold rushes. Yep. You know, you think about the time where, where Sean Chenoweth said, yeah, I'll go to the back, and he battled right up to second place and put on a whale of a show. Yep, yep. And I think about Brandon Watson in the super late model saying, yeah, I'll go to the back, and him coming through the field and not quite getting there. Just about. And, you know, uh, Andrew Gazelle being asked, will you go to the back? And he said, no, nope. absolutely outright no. Nope. I'll go for the five grand and uh, start up front. You know, so it's it's really comical that, uh, uh, you know, he always does that little hook. Now, I say that to say this. This is not a hook at all no. with the way that this is played out. This is straight up $50,000 to win. This is $50,000. Bucks. This is, like, that's a lot of bread, man. That's more, more than a lot of people make in a year. Absolutely. You can make so, in the span of a couple hours. And the car that you're using is worth no more than... Fifteen hundred to two thousand bucks. That's right. And with, I got a wheelbarrow with, worth more with your safety, with your safety gear and everything else. Yep, um, gives an opportunity to a tremendous amount of people. Um, I hope that guys aren't fearful that these big teams are all going to put together a team and go do it. You know, and ah, and and yeah. go beat up on them. Nope. I I hope that John Caselli and those guys get three four hundred cars show up for yeah, this. Yeah, me too. Because he'll start them all. Yeah, exactly. But with that final 50, I think there's going to be some very surprising names in that final 50. And the car diversity is going to be absolutely epic. Yep. Um, you know, I think that there's going to be some really neat-looking cars. I think that there's a bunch of teams putting a lot of work and effort into making a cool-looking car. Yeah. Not just not just graphics and splashy graphics, but funny signs. And, you know, I think there's a bunch of teams having a lot of fun with this deal. Yep. And, and you know, I've talked to quite a few of the entrants that are going to be putting a car together for it. And, uh, man, the, the buzz about it is so fun. Um, hats off to those guys for identifying it, for seeing the opportunity behind it. Um, I think that there's going to be uh, a tremendous amount of people with their eyes peeled on this event. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I really hope to see, um, you know, not only, not only a, a good uh, give-back event where, where John gives back to the community, but, uh, but also... I hope that it's a successful event. Yeah. And uh, that's so the key. That's yeah. the key. Absolutely. You want to be at Flamborough Speedway next Sunday night. Uh, how about go to CTMP through the day, watch the NASCAR Pinty Series, and then zip over to Flamborough Speedway and catch the pot of gold. I'm telling you what, uh, it sounds like a plan, and I just may be on that very ticket. We're going to hit this break when we come back. Speaking of CTMP, Sammy Fellow's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us. She was a girl in a short dress. I was a boy in a charcoal vest. When the winter would keep calling, that orange like a stalling. I was the one who kept waiting. From Co- 
coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Celebrate the end of summer at the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Labor Day Sprints Weekend. Featuring Canada's best cars and drivers as the NASCAR Pinty Series competes in the WeatherTech 200. Experience an all-Canadian roster of racing action, including the Fell Sports Car Championship, Nissan Sentra Cup, Toyo Tires F1600, and M-Zone Radical Cup. Enjoy concerts, fireworks, food, and family fun. Come for the day or camp for the weekend. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. No one else. Only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look, feel, be epic at epicracewear.ca. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! Here on Race Time Radio. Ooh, listen to the sound of those race cars. They flew by at Daytona a little bit earlier today. It took them two days to get that race in, and the three of Austin Dillon did go to victory lane. They only missed it. They only wrecked about $36 million worth of machinery down well, there. Well, that's what happens when it rains down in turn one and two, and My nobody Lord. knows well, about it. I tell you what, they wrecked before it rained. It was sunny out for, oh, yeah, for they two wrecked of the other bunch. ones. <laughs> for two of the other ones, she was bright and sunny out, and uh, they definitely destroyed a lot of wow. stuff at Daytona, man. Oh, hey, Holy. I haven't seen a wreck like that down in turn one and two since uh, the beach. Uh, back in 1995, I want to say, we had the Challengers on the racetrack back then. They were called Challengers. And uh, full field of cars. Everybody was out there. It was about quarter after 10 at night. A dark, of course. And they're flying around the racetrack about halfway through their race. And all of a sudden, Mother Nature decided to dump a just a monsoon straight down right now from dry to absolutely an inch of rain on the ground. And every car in the field piled it into turn one and two. 
And uh, I'll tell you what, that was some scary. Never seen that until again today at Daytona. Uh, and that was scary looking. Glad to see no one got hurt. But the three car went to victory lane. Um, it, we're going to have a dynamite weekend up here on this side of the border. This coming weekend, CTMP is where you're going to want to be for the full weekend camping available. It is the huge Labor Day weekend special at CTMP. And to talk more about that, what do you say we grab our pal? We got Sam Fellows with us. What's going on tonight there, Sam? How are you? Guys, good. How are you doing? Life is good on this side of the fence. Now, before we talk CTMP, you got to put your pindies hat on for me just a wee bit because I know you drive the number 98 in the NASCAR yeah. Penny Series. It was a road race, or kind of a road race, iCar. It's a left and right track. And uh, I kind of had you picked to be one of my guys up in that top three. And you were looking good for a little while. And then all of a sudden, I see you pulled off. I went, oh, yeah. did it blow up or what? What happened? Yeah, I think uh, a couple things. But the, the, basically, the drive shaft broke. So, so, so um, yeah, we kind of need that to uh, <laughs> get around the track. But, uh, no, it was too bad. I mean, we had to... I think it was going to be a, a fun a fun race, so we only got 25 laps in, but, you know, got a lot of passing and good experience and stuff in the 25 laps there. So, um, yeah, kind of just trying to put, us, put it behind us and, and go to next week and happy we have that luxury to just say, yep, we'll get it next week. So we'll I, see what happens. I can well imagine. Sam, you have come a long way in the NASCAR Penny Series this year. Uh, can you feel the progress inside? I know you've had a couple of heartbreaks, but can you feel the progress yeah. you're making? Uh, you know, I think it was just, uh, like, hard work on everyone's um, part. You know, the the team, you know, myself, we, we had a really, really good test, you know, the week or, or so before Toire of Year where, um, you know, it just kind of, Got together with uh, the guys for about two days at the small track at TKMP and um, you know just visit some stuff out that we kind of uh, were talking about and wanting to you know go to a test and really sort out and that was uh, that was a huge change for us because we were okay at Toronto had some issues you know kind of with pace in the back part of the race and then we went to twelve there and it was almost it felt like a completely new car and um, and it, and it showed I think we. We were on for, I think, a top five, and, yeah, six, it's amazing. Felt almost like a win for us. That was an issue we've been having, but, um, yeah, really happy with that. And I think, yeah, we were probably on for eighth, at least an eighth or seventh or eighth yesterday. So, yeah, it's too bad. I mean, it, it, we've kind of had a decent little run here, and um, it sucks. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, this is this is racing. This is what happens. So we'll go to CTMP and try to do better. Well, when you talk to your dad, and he is uh, one of those professional racers, he's had a <laughs> bunch of those days in his uh, catalog, oh, yeah. I can well imagine. And then, uh, lo and behold, <laughs> you turn all those into positives. And Sam Fellows, uh, you're the kind of guy that can uh, take the stuff and turn uh, negatives into positives. And CTMP is a good spot to do that for you, a track that yeah. you've probably grown up on. Uh, what yeah. are the thoughts heading into CTMP with that Pinty's hat still on your head? Yeah, well, you know, this it's been a, a track that we just have kind of had some bad luck at, so I'm hoping we, I don't know what I need to do. It's like, I don't know, 
to just to break the curse almost. It seems like you know we were there last year for my first time with Pinties. We basically didn't go out for practice. Um, luckily, we had two races to kind of figure it out. But I mean, we didn't do that that well. We did okay, and then uh, came back in May of this year and you know, broke a rear axle on the pace lap. So it's yeah, it's been it's been frustrating. It's it's a track that I love. It's a track that I'm on. You know, four days a week with our uh, Ron Solo's driving experience, doing instructing. So you know, I know it very well, and um, yeah, I think we can do well there. But you know, we just kind of have to have the luck on our side. I think you know that tends to happen sometimes in, in racing. You know, the place that you want to do the best at, you, you tend to have issues. So um, it is what it is. I mean, we're gonna you know go completely prepared. I'm kind of looking at it like you said with a positive uh mindset and saying okay so well we broke the drive shaft at icar so we don't have to break it at ttmp and i mean i guess i'll take it i would rather not have it at all but i guess i'll take it there over my home track so um hopefully the gremlins are out of the way for now and we just go there and have a solid race and you know um have fun and get a good finish. Well, you're going to go at it. I can guarantee you that, kiddo. Uh, watching and over the weekend, I'm looking at social media, right? And uh, I'm looking down. And all of a sudden, I see a video pop up. And there's you and the other guy sitting in the passenger seat. I kind of kind of thought I knew that guy's <laughs> face. And sure enough, he is one of the big OPP guys. And you took yeah. a copper route for a couple laps of CTMP in the Corvette. <laughs> what was that like? It looked like you had a lot of fun. He had terror in his eyes, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that was an awesome initiative basically put on by Chevrolet Canada and uh, OnStar to um, – basically take some of the you know, heroes and first responders and give them kind of a, an appreciation night. And, um, yeah, Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, who's kind of the, the face of, of the OPT highway safety, um, he was he was there. And, yeah, I think I was, I was a good uh, substitute because Dad was uh, out at Spring Mountain at that time. So I filled in and gave him the hot lap. Yeah, it, it's, it's a little funny going up the back straight, you know, at, 220k plus with the opp officer in the right seat full garb on so but it was fun you know it's the whole idea and he's been saying it for years take it to the track you know don't need to be driving aggressively on the streets take it to the track and um you know that's where especially performance cars like they're made to and built to you know perform and, and be you know fun there i mean anyone can go fast in a straight line it's all about the challenge and fun of cornering and getting around the track quickly so yeah that was great fun awesome awesome initiative by uh Chevrolet Canada and OnStar yeah too funny put the ticket book away officer I'm going for assault let's go yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah well it looked like you were having fun and uh looked like it fit you like a glove let's talk CTMP and Labor Day weekend always an iconic weekend uh, the haulers, the trailers, the absolutely everybody usually start rolling in. Now, I don't know about Wednesday. Uh, is it looking the same for this Labor Day weekend? Uh, lots of camping still available, or how are things looking? Yeah, there's. I think there's still a few reserved camping spots. So it's, And I know uh, our regulars, they'll, um, we don't always do reserved camping on this weekend, so we are doing that. So if you're interested, uh, there's still a couple spots left I think you can find. But, yeah, there's... Um, I mean, it's it's a weekend that you know, has changed a little bit in the past couple of years because of COVID. I mean, it was typically the, the NASCAR truck weekend, but um, we have a really really exciting lineup, I think. And what I've been trying to you know tell people and sell it as is, it's a kind of all Canadian 
the roster of talent. You get the, the Pinty Series, the WeatherTech 200, uh, you get the FEL Sports Card Championship and uh, M-Zone Radical Cup. You know, a lot of the, the top you know, teams in Canada and top sports car drivers, um, you know, they're going to be there. And then up-and-coming, you know, drivers in the Nissan Century Cup and the uh, Toyo Tires F1600 Championship. So it's really top to bottom. I think the best, you know, some of the some of the best that we have uh, to offer in, in Canada uh, in terms of road racing. And, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, there's going to be lots of vendors for food, so off-track food, camping, fireworks, uh, concert on Saturday night. I mean, the whole nine yards. So um, it's, you know, the last hurrah almost of of summer. It's crazy. It's coming to an end. It feels like it's just been a wink in the eye. But, um, you know, come celebrate with us, and uh, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. No kidding. You got it covered. I can guarantee you that. I got to ask yeah. you the question, Sam, because I know there is a billion people both on, on both sides of the border. Are we going to see the trucks come back in 2023? Or is the rumors that I've been hearing talking about Xfinity taking their place, are any of that true, or can you shed any light on that? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the quote that was attributed at uh, Trois-Rivières to uh, some of the NASCAR folks that were there was, um, I mean, I, I read it in French, so uh, the translation may not have been <laughs> uh, perfect uh, with my, my French skills, but something to the, you know, to the to the um, word of basically, you know, I'm not sure if the, if the trucks will return. Uh, I mean, I think, but I think they've left the door open for a possibility for Xfinity and, you know, and possibly more. So, I mean, at the table, uh, I know their, the relationship between, you know, the track and NASCAR, has been really good and throughout COVID it's been a difficult relationship but we've always been open and honest and transparent they've worked really well with us and um, you know I'm sure they want to come back it's it's you know fantastic it became Silverado 250 became not just you know one of the truck yeah, series but also you know just the, the top three NASCAR overall it's a race that people highlighted on the calendars it was always amazing close crazy dramatic uh, action. So, I mean, I don't they wouldn't want to come back. CTNP's unbelievable track. Race is amazing. Great TV. So um, I think it'll well, more will come to light hopefully in the off season. Um, but I think the, the Xfinity series would be a perfect fit and, and it would make sense with the kind of growth that we've, that we've seen. So we'll just have to stay put and you know, keep our fingers crossed. It, it would be fantastic. I think I think every race fan in Canada would echo um, the two, uh, you know, the the two main races that Canada has had from the top tier of NASCAR is is you know CTMP with the trucks and what we used to see at Montreal with the with yeah. the Nationwide Series. You know, when you when you look at at both of them, I think I think every single time the Nationwide Series rolled in. It was a successful, huge event at Montreal, and every time the trucks rolled in through the back gate at, Mo- at, at, at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, it was a huge Mondo success as well. You know, like it was, yeah. it was off the charts racing. It was exciting. It was, it was headline grabbing, uh, not because of the location that they were at, but because the racing was so good. You know, like yeah. it, it, there was no gimmicks to get that headline. It was, it was, man, the racing was so crazy and so good that 
that it deserved the headline. And and uh, you know to see both of those events not happening right now is is completely crazy to a lot of race fans because yeah. they were so good. Um, and, and I can't wait to see what happens, you know, like obviously Moss or Canadian Tire Motorsports Park didn't lose the race. COVID just interfered, yeah, right? It cost yeah. the race. It, it cost the race. It's exactly. And, and, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, the future and, and what can be, I think, I think the sky's the limit and, and judging by the excitement of Steve O'Donnell at, at Trois-Rivières, yeah. Um, he was absolutely, you know, astounded at at not only not only the Canadian fan, but but the caliber of the NASCAR Pinty series and and just the caliber of of the the Canadian motorsports in general. Um, and and I really look forward to seeing CTMP uh, benefiting from that excitement. You know, I think that uh, I think that the sky's the limit, and uh, uh, hopefully, you guys have to build a hundred thousand person grandstand, and and there's a Cup Series race one day. You know, like that's yeah, the yeah. way that I I kind of feel about it, and and uh, I think I think you know NASCAR would be crazy not to not to focus on that to, into the future. And and Sam, uh, you know, definitely uh, tough luck at iCar. Looking forward to seeing what you can do at CTMP, and uh, you know, it'll it'll be great to uh, great to catch up with you over there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been great to see you in the, the paddock the last uh, little while and uh, weekend, and we'll we'll see what happens. It's, regardless, we'll you know celebrate on Sunday night whether it's you know a good finish for me or the successful end to our season. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, something to celebrate. Well, you can get weekend passes to CTMP for the full weekend. You can come out by the day. Uh, come out for the day, stay for the weekend is the tagline that I've heard lots of times, and it it actually (laughs) rings true at CTMP. If you do come to the day, be prepared because you are going to come back. Uh, The Canadian Tire Fund's on lots to do on the infield, and I might add, race fans, if you've never been to CTMP, uh, you've got so many different vantage points to go watch the race from. Uh, When you go under the tunnel and you get into the infield, you will see exactly what I mean. There's a whole network of roads uh, within the infield that make up the infield, you just pull in, pull into a spot that is parking available, uh, pull your lawn chair out, sit back, relax, and watch some blazing fast speeds. Sam, are you going to be, uh, uh, you'll be out there all weekend, I can well imagine, right? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be probably out there starting tomorrow night, and I'll be living there, basically, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're going like three, four days a week with our driving experience, so. I'm uh, going home tonight, do some laundry, and then go move back in tomorrow night to uh, CTNT. So <laughs> I'll well, be there. Good for you, man. Good for you. One thing is for sure. The weather will be better than the spring Pinty's race. I promise yeah. you the weather will be better and uh, it, guaranteed. Um, you know, I still have a little bit of PTSD from that from yeah. that Pinty's. I, I was the only one that dove in a race car to... to uh, Save your to, life. To, yeah, it felt like I was saving my life. I didn't need to at all. A fat guy on the right side of a Pinty's car does not work out. Just so everybody knows, um, it's uh, it's the wrong decision. I should have I ran for the hauler. Well, when you look at the, the, uh, the long Long-range forecast right now, Sam. It's going to be a dynamite weekend Absolutely. all the way through, buddy. Awesome. Sounds good. You betcha. You get out there, qualify real well, and I know we will see you over the course of the weekend. But everybody's got to sure. follow us to CTMP. Sam, thanks so much for the time tonight, buddy. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. You betcha, Sam Fellows, driver of the number 98 in the NASCAR Penny Series. But he is also uh, a real busy dude at CTMP, Miles Brandt, and, uh, of course, Ron and Carlos and all, everybody at CTMP put so much emphasis and so much good racing on the racetrack for all of us Canadians to go see every weekend. Um, and you got to be out there. I'm telling you what, it's going to be a dynamite weekend. And I can guarantee you, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series is never coming back to Canada. Never. Uh, might be the NASCAR Camping, or not, no, it might be the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, like I've been saying for ever and ever and ever. That was just announced on the weekend. Craftsman back in, in the Truck Series. So, Joe, it's back to the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. So can we go back to calling the Xfinity Series the Bush Series too? Or nah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. You never know what history has in store, but it's you gonna never be, know. It's going to be so weird. It's going to feel like it's going to feel like we're like fifteen again. Well, I'm going to open up that jar and I'm going to pull back. Hornaday can come back. Hornaday Skinner, Skinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Sprague. All of those guys are Ted all coming Musgrave. back. Teddy, yep. yep. Uh, we're going to hit our final break of the night. Let me tell you, good news. Dario Capriccio, that won $10,000 at Laird Speedway. Sue got his number. We're going to try and get Dario on the other side of the break. And we're hoping to connect with Daryl Crocker from uh, out on the west coast of Canada. They do have the Canada 200 coming up this weekend. It will be carried all live on Rev TV Canada. Uh, but we want to talk with Daryl, and I haven't got his phone number. So uh, we're hoping, Daryl, if you're tuned in, Email me your phone number so we can call you. Uh, the window's getting smaller here as we get closer to the top of the hour. Dario, coming up next on the other side of the rake. Poor pitiful me, roaming through them trees. Won't you help me out in the north country? Underneath them pines, in the green plush scenery. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. No one else, only you. Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types. Making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend. Hey, Mr. Celebrate the end of summer at the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Labor Day Sprints Weekend. Featuring Canada's best cars and drivers as the NASCAR Pinty Series competes in the WeatherTech 200. Experience an all-Canadian roster of racing action, including the Fell Sports Car Championship, Nissan Sentra Cup, Toyo Tires F1600, and M-Zone Radical Cup. Enjoy concerts, fireworks, food, and family fun. Come for the day or camp for the weekend. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by... 
Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. By the way... And, yeah, welcome back, everybody, to yeah. Race Time Radio, by the way. By the way. Yeah. Um, you know, we were just talking off air here about uh, Ron Fellows and Sam Fellows, of course. Uh, but uh, talking about Ron, Ron Fellows, what do you think the coolest thing that Ron Fellows has ever driven is? Um, I don't know. He's driven everything. I know. He's driven a lot of cool stuff, right? Yeah. What is the coolest? It's a Ferrari 333. Ooh. Yep, he at said, CTMP. You know, he said anywhere, anywhere. He said, but he did win with it. He's like that. Oh, that really? definitely, that definitely attributes to it. I, I said, I figured you would drive like an F one car or something, like yeah. you know, or like maybe at like a charity event or something like that. Yeah, or or like you know, one of those old school. He goes, no, I, I wouldn't fit in a in a Formula One car from yesteryear. He yeah. goes, I couldn't get comfortable. Yeah, yeah. he goes, I had a couple opportunities, but. But he goes, the cool part about the F-33, uh, or not the F-33, the yeah. 333, yeah. was that it had the true Formula One engine in it, uh, and that's why he liked it so much. <laughs> but uh, just, a random, just a random piece of information, but... You know, it, I figured that would that would be something pretty cool. Like I could Ferrari three thirty three. I could talk about Ron Fellows all night, I know, and with him, so cool. he is so cool. Yep. Uh, we we've done a lot of shows together, Ron and I. Yes, and, you have. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Hey, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And welcome in a guy that went and got a huge payday. He drives the zero three super late model. He did it at Laird Speedway up in Sault Ste. Marie. Long toe for the driver, but. He went up there and made it worthwhile going to Victor Lane and taking the big 10K check home. Dario Capriccio joins us on the hotline. Dario, how are you, brother? Hey, how's it going, Joe? Any better, and I would be you. Hey, good for you, man. Uh, take us back through that race. Uh, good for you. You hit payday. Yeah, no, it was a pretty awesome weekend. Um, we had a lot of trouble uh, Friday night. We went up there Friday night to support them on their Friday night show, and our header, we had a broken header on the driver's side. Uh, those guys out there, then they, they came together, got me parts, and I put the car back together for Saturday night. And uh, just awesome. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Now, uh, was it a good car turnout up at Laird Speedway? I've never seen the racetrack. I have heard of it. We have had different guests on over the years from Laird, uh, but I've never physically seen the Speedway. Uh, what was it like, and uh, how many cars showed up? I think we had 17 with the Supers. Uh, five of us came up from uh, southern Ontario. Uh, Mike Miller, the 73-51 of uh, Ethan. Um, the 52 of uh, Adrian Foster, and the 17 of Brandon and, and myself uh, were up there supporting them. Yeah, good deal, good deal. And then they, they've got a core of supers up there as well, uh, and some good stout cars up there that you went up against. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we got Jackson up there, um, Dustin there. He's been up there, and, and he's pretty much a fa- uh, favorite up there, fan favorite. The, the fans are just Pretty awesome up there. Uh, we need to bring that back to Southern Ontario. Those fans just go crazy, and pretty much they they were in support of all the drivers, not just their home track guys. 
Yeah, you got to love it. I know George Wilson sent me a message a couple of mornings ago and actually put me in tune about the race because I totally missed it. This one flew right under the radar and uh, we hadn't received anything on it. So we were kind of flying in the dark. George sent me a, a message and he said, hey, do you even know about this big race? I said, actually, no, I don't. But uh, he filled me in on the details and I thought, man, what a cool race. And uh, by the sounds of it, it sounds like it went off really, really well. Uh, I, take us back through the race. Did you lead the whole thing? Whereabouts did you grab the lead? And uh, take us back across the start-finish line. must have been exciting. Yeah, I had a pretty decent qualifying lap, but uh, I was out-qualified by the home track guys. And the invert put me on the pole, so I let uh, like some green checkers, but... It was pretty crazy. Uh, it's pretty stressful. No radios, no mirrors, which I never use mirrors anyways. I rely on my spotter. But I said right from uh, the interview on track that I'm winning this thing. I'm leading it right from green to checkers, and I did. That's but cool. It, it was pretty stressful. Um, I had Chase Wilson on my bumper for a long time, and he rolled me pretty clean. Um, he moved me one time, and... They have a rule there, if you're not to the door pretty much, and you spin the leader out or anybody out, you're going to the back and the person gets the spot back. So he spun me with a bunch of laps left, and uh, he went to the back, and I got my spot back, and you know, pretty much led green to checkers. I found um, a really good racing line that I can manage and keep the tires under me, and the car was fast. I couldn't complain about the car at all. It was just hooked up. I made a gear change before the race. And that seemed to help. It was just hooked up. You're seeing more tracks go to that now. This, this is not my question for you. You're seeing more tracks go to that spinny, spinny, or spinny, spinner rule, where, where you know, if, if you do make contact and you're not to the door, it, because really, if, if both of you go to the back, you're both penalized. It kind of incentivizes not to race hard. But if you are to the door and you, you spin the guy out and you both go to the back, well, you guys, it was a racing deal. And if you hit the left rear quarter panel, it, that's, that's on you. You go to the back and the other guy gets his spot back. I actually kind of like that because it incentivizes good racing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when you, when you look at it, uh, uh, it's cool to hear that, uh, that Laird has that rule and, and how it played out. But Dario, uh, when I think about Laird Speedway, I, I of course, have never stood I've never stepped foot on the property. I've only watched a couple of videos of, of a couple of the races that have taken place and never really zeroed in on it. You know, I've, I've seen the facility from, from video, and that's about it. But when I think about Laird Speedway, I think about huge horsepower. Because every time that any one of those Laird guys come down here, whether it be to Peterborough Autumn Colors, uh, whether it be to Kawartha, you know, I think back a couple of years, there was a few super late models make the trip down, and they just had jam coming out their eyes. They had tons of horsepower. Um, couldn't turn, couldn't turn, but they had more power than you could dream of. And, you know, that's, that's the thing that stands out to me. Now, you, of course, uh, with, with your program, you guys have, have really stepped up your motor program as well over the years. Um, is it that way still down there? Is it still a huge horsepower game uh, at Laird, or or what what kind of uh, what kind of equipment were you up against? Were they were they turning cars or were they burning cars? I think I think mostly guys there. Yeah, they do have some big horsepower. I was talking to a bunch of them. A whole bunch of them came over to the my pit area to congratulate me, and a lot of guys were talking. They got a ton of horsepower, but they started. 
starting to back it down for their track. I don't know if it's lost grip, but um, I mean, I don't think I had the the most horsepower there, but I just I just outdrove them off the corners. You know, I I took it slow and easy going in. I knew nobody can get under me going in. They'd have to take a, a run at me coming off, and I was coming off probably better than anybody out there. So that's where I beat them. I think. Yeah, you get. Yeah, and I don't I don't think their horsepower would have helped them. Well, good good thing that it all came together. I bet you the family would have really greeted you in Victory Lane. It would have been quite a celebration. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. We had, my brother drove all the way down there from he lives in the same area as I do here in Guilford. Um, we had a you know a ton of crew there. You know, we had a bunch. All the Ontario guys were out there on the track, so or the Southern guys. And it was just awesome. Like, and even all the all the fans from Laird. Uh, much respect to those guys. Like they. You know, they all came by the the hauler and congratulate me. A lot of drivers did. You know, even Chase, after getting into me, came over and said, you know, awesome race, man. I had nothing for you. So it was just an, an awesome deal. I'm glad I went down there. I'm glad Bill decided to go. And, uh, you know, I got to thank Bill Vassar, right? He puts all this stuff together. Without him, I think Super Lima Oliver Racing in our uh, southern Ontario here would be dead. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree with you, and he does a dynamite job. When's your next race, Dario? Uh, we're in the sunset for Velocity, and that's our season ender for the Ontario Super Late Models. Well, good for you, and good luck in that race. You go get them, and I bet you next time there's a race at Laird, uh, you're, you're going to have your hand in the air saying, I'm coming! <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's going to promote this for the next time, and he wants to blow this up, and he's talking $20,000 to the winner next time, and we took home uh, ten thousand for the win. Brandon took home six thousand for second, and uh, the fifty-two car of Adrian finished fifth. I'm not sure what he took home, but I mean it was a good haul for us to, to go up there and you know take their money back here. Well, it sounds like one that should be live on Race Time Radio, if you ask me. That could uh, start, turn a few heads and get a few people cued into it. But, uh, Dario, congratulations on the big win, and thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We genuinely appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Thanks to all your fans. It's, it's awesome, man, to get this big win and finally get recognized like, you know, I can stall a race car. Good yes, job, Dario. Yes, sir, Dario. You sure can. Uh, that's Dario Capriccio. Uh, a big win in the 03 Super Late Model up at Laird Speedway on the weekend. You can catch him at Sunset Speedway. Velocity weekend. It's going to be huge. Super Late Models all back on the racetrack for that one. Uh, not sure whether we're going to get Daryl or not. Uh, we've only got like five minutes left in the show. Uh, and then we're going to have to hand the keys back to Sirius XM. But I do want to let you know now that this weekend on Sunday night at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, you will be able to tune in to the Canada 200 live from Western uh, Motorsport Park out in B.C. It's right out on the island. Uh, it's an iconic race. They've had the Canada 200 now uh I want to say two or three years now on Rev TV Canada. It is an iconic race now. It will be the final race of that speedway. And then they're looking for a new home for that racetrack. So uh, it, it's a monumental task. They are looking for it. The track will close after the Canada 200. And you got to know that uh, that Canada 200 out in Victoria, um, the, the list of winners is immense. Uh, there is a long, long list of accomplished race car drivers. 
from Canada's West Coast, uh, some guys from south of the border that come up for it. Uh, it is an iconic race, and it's one that Canada can be very proud of, and uh, we wish everybody out there in Western Canada uh, all the best to uh, find a new home. And to all the competitors and to absolutely everyone out there, uh, we wish everybody luck, and you can guarantee that we will be tuned in all live on Rev TV Canada for the Canada 200 this coming Sunday. Uh, I do also want to remind you that if you are a Rogers subscriber – uh, to your television. Um, Rev TV is on Freeview right now, but it will end at the end of this month, which uh, you won't get the Canada 200 unless you pony up and buy a subscription to the Canada, uh, to Rev TV Canada. So uh, you may want to do that so that you're not missing some of those iconic races. Also, uh, the RS1 Cup series uh, from last weekend's all coming up on the show. And uh, ah, there's a lot of great programming on Rev TV Canada. Don't forget to check it out and subscribe to it. Junior, uh, where are you off to this weekend? You're CTMP for sure, right? CTMP, yep, yep. Uh, uh, by the sounds of it, Friday night, uh, going to be at uh, at Delaware Speedway for uh, their big show. Um, big money. Big money on the line. Yeah, 70th um, anniversary. Yeah, 70th it's, anniversary. It's huge. Anniversary, yeah. Um, by the sounds of it, they're going to have a great car count and late models and super stocks as well. Uh, so uh, I've got, uh, by the sounds of it, uh, I've got a gig for late model. Um, and then uh, Superstock uh, uh, got a couple of, uh, of different guys that uh, might have cars uh, entered into that. Uh, so uh, if that goes off, then uh, uh, it'll be a late night uh, trick uh, trip over to uh, CTMP to get ready for Saturday's uh, practice and qualifying session. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be CTMP for the weekend for me. Yeah, it's going to be dynamite. Don't forget about Flamborough Speedway, Pot of Gold on Sunday. They got a great show Saturday night as well. Full Throttle Motor Speedway just down the road from the Race Time Radio Studio. Uh, Paul Trepanier got two big nights coming up at you. If you got to stay locally, that's where the show will be Saturday and Sunday. Uh, going to be dynamite there. Uh, Flamborough Speed everywhere. Uh, check your local listings. Uh, it is that time of the year. Uh, the schedules are all getting thinner now. So if you haven't made it to a Speedway, you're going to want to get out there before it is too late. Autumn Colors Classic Weekend is coming up. Peterborough Speedway. Uh, no, I was texting with JP. If you haven't got your campsite yet, you better book it in. It is coming up. That's going to be a dandy junior Oktoberfest or Frosttoberfest at Flamborough Speedway. is going to be big. We'll get John back on by the sounds of it. Lots to announce around that particular weekend. Uh, we got lots coming out of this, Junior. We got uh, what do we got? One minute. Yeah, no, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be incredible to watch, and the uh, the points battle is uh, shaping up to be epic in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Yeah. That's something to look forward to uh, heading into uh, CTMP, and then as well into Delaware. Uh, two very diverse tracks. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, both guys at the top. One's good at the road course. One's good at the oval. Uh, both have been good at both this year, so it's going to be really, it's going to be, 
she's going to be pretty epic. Um, and as well, got to, you know, give it out there to J.R. Fitzpatrick for maintaining that big points oh, lead yeah. in the APC series. Well, he said in and, his interview, uh, right? Wild. Big pitcher. Big oh, pitcher yeah, big racing. Pitcher. He ended up finishing third. Yep. Uh, but he did let uh, whoever was second, he let them go, yep. thinking that, uh, you know, he's not going to have enough to get up there and get Ricky Walt. So, yep. um, big pitcher racing, good on J.R. He wants to win that championship, and that's how – Sometimes you got to do stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, man, just a, a great weekend of racing. Sorry for being tired here. Ah, that hey, was a, it was a long trip back. Drove back from Quebec. Got to thank Sue here in the Race Time Radio studio for hooking us all up. Got to thank Scotty, I believe, back in the Toronto studio for having us all there. Hope you enjoyed it tonight on our brand new YouTube channel. We'll have more to develop there. But that's going to do it for us. We will not be on the air next Saturday or next Sunday night, at least doesn't look like it we might be on youtube i won't be you won't be that's for sure but that is going to do it for us tonight on race time enjoy the cfl next sunday right here on sirius xm we will be back with you in two weeks on sirius xm that does it for us tonight have a good one everybody we will see you next week Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 